0: Hello and welcome to season two of Keep Calm and Carry On. I am so excited to be back. I hope you guys have had a great time doing whatever you've been doing through lockdown. Things have been easing up, we've been getting out and about. I know I've definitely been getting to be able to perform. I've done a few concerts actually outside and even inside. I've been performing at Foul Cabaret and it's been so much fun. But we are back with a cracking season two. The lineup of guests is going to just melt your hearts and blow your minds. Kicking off with an absolute cracker. I remember watching this girl on the telly when I was younger in two fights of lager and a packet of crisps and then watch her going on to do incredible things like Bugsy Malone and of course Legally Blonde. She's graced our screens for many a years, sang songs to us and been on our stages. This one is just blinding. Here's Sheridan Smith. Sheridan, I am so excited to, once see your face. I know we're in different houses right now, but just to, to have you on my podcast, season two. I'm so excited that you're here, and I really appreciate you giving up your, uh, your time. Thank you so, so much. How are you doing? I'm good, Kerry.
1: It's so good to see you, virtually, Aww. but, I'm, you know, I want to hug you through the Aww. screen. It's so lovely to see you, Kerry. It it's,
0: really uh, is.
1: So thank you for having me on. Thank you
0: for inviting me. More than... Oh, it's just joyous. So, I mean... I've been talking about like lockdown and and how things are at the moment and the industry and all of that stuff. But I mean, lockdown for you has been insane because you've had a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's not a, that's not a simple thing to do in lockdown. How I mean, how has lockdown been for you? I guess it's just been all pregnancy, all baby. Yeah, it completely, it has. Yeah. So when we originally were locked down, um, I
1: was really heavily pregnant. Um, which, so for that respect, you know, I was kind of not really moving about much anyway, because yeah, I yeah. was huge. Um, and, and then, yeah, obviously then I, the, the, well, we, we did this kind of thing called Isolation Stories, which was a, I, a Jeff, yeah, a Jeff saw, Pope yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just literally a few days filming in isolation. My fella did all the camera work, it was, it was just <laughs> us two. But, um, but that was quite fun to take my mind off everything yeah. uh, but then literally about three or four days after that my waters broke <laughs> sorry to be so graphic but um and he, he came early so oh my god we rushed 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 to the hospital and you know within a couple of hours i was emergency c-section and he was out <sighs> and he was here but it was early so that was terrifying and then how he... how far were you then
0: where were you 13. Well, he was
1: like it was like three and a half weeks early. Oh, okay, so it was a it was a scary time as far as bringing. You know, when they let you leave the hospital, you're like, "How are you letting me leave? With what this do I child? do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know portable. what to do. <laughs> I wanted to take all the midwives with me. Yeah, I was like, this is a nightmare. But we, but we came home and it was just me and Jamie, and you know, it was a bit of a scary time. But at the same time. You know, looking at the positive, it was just us and yeah. in our little bubble, you know, and we had to just get on with it and thrown it at the deep end in a weird way. And now he's thriving and he's a little Aww. bruiser. He's four and a half months now and he's gorgeous. Well, I mean, I'm biased, but he's gorgeous. Well, very. that's what and we're it's...
0: that's what we're born to do, though, isn't it? We're born to be biased over our own children. That's amazing. But I have just such a newfound respect for women. Like I did, did I love women anyway. But now I'm like,
1: I am just. In, Amazed at the the female body that we can actually do that, you it's know, and insane. all mums, I'm just like in awe yeah. of now because it is a hard old job, but it's the best job in
0: the world. Y- yeah, it's weird. It does give you a whole new appreciation, doesn't it, for massively for, yeah. for, for mums and and like for me, yeah. I would swan off to the theatre and do my job and be you know be like, oh my god, I'm working so hard. This is so hard. And then, <laughs> and then when you become a parent, you go, oh my god, <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely. So I it into can breathe
0: into the theatre and <laughs> it's a whole different ball game I, I mean I guess in a sense I mean for me it's for sure it's given me lockdown happening has given me a sense of stopping and actually if having time with the kids and especially for you a newborn baby not having that pressure of oh I, I should be doing something oh there should be a new job or oh, I should be looking you know some, I should be working on something to have that time to actually stop and not feel guilty I mean, that's that must have yeah. been a blessing in disguise for you.
1: No, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I think a lot of families feel like that as well, actually, in a way. It was kind of time to just... I and mean, it was it's a terrible time but and shocking yeah. the people who passed and everything. But, I mean, as far as just getting used to not, you know, not having to be at the theatre or, you yeah. know, to have somewhere to go or a meeting or rushing around or yeah. even as far as... We love our in-laws, of course. You know, sometimes when everyone's around and you just had a baby, it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. In that respect, it's kind of, you know, you just get on with it. And it's kind of precious time that you will never get back those moments. So, yeah, yeah like you say, you kind of got to look at the positive, haven't you? And, and it was special. It was special to just be with him and, and my fellow and just...
0: Oh, yeah, so it was brilliant. Amazing. I'm so yeah,
1: happy for you. I, oh, thank you, Kerry. Well, I know you're a great mommy, so I oh. I, 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 I never saw it on the cards for me, to be honest. But, um, but I can't. I mean, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'm kind of, oh, it's just amazing. It just, it, like you say, it changes your perspective completely. Suddenly, when you're moaning about, oh, I don't want to go to work today, I don't want to do it yeah. this, you know, those silly things that you know you worry about. It's like no, it's all about him and yeah. I mean, it really is just—it's amazing. I'm—I'm I'm oh, over the moon. It's my
0: miracle little boy, Billy, oh, Billy boy. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. It's brilliant. Please, it's good so for you. Go. And y- you, you know what's darling. been lovely? I watched your—I um, was a bit later. Watched your documentary about uh, you know becoming a mum and you and documenting yeah. your your journey. And it was—it was amazing. And I thought uh, it, it was probably a double-edged sword that because in one respect it's it's a job which is lovely and fabulous and. In another that you're working, so you're, you're you're active, you know. Uh, but sharing that because that that side of becoming a mum is a very different... for me. It was a very different experience. It wasn't a public, um, it, or it was public because obviously people see you. And the minute it's people, yeah. like, I, I did shows when I had my bump and I was really pregnant, <laughs> and it's really weird because it's like, but this is my. You know you have your home life don't you and then you have your yeah. showbiz life and it was like you had to take your personal home life around with you because you had this little bump and it 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 was weird for me kind of talking about being pregnant at my shows and kind of thinking oh I'm not I'm not sure this is odd this is something I've never experienced before but what I thought was so brilliant about your documentary was how you were so open and honest and shared just everything you were going through and especially for people in our industry where they might think oh I d- I don't know if I can fit a child into my career or, can, or how is that going to work? Or, you know, this is a really tough time. Can I deal with this emotionally? And you were so brilliant at sharing just everything you were feeling. Was that a conscious decision to do that or did, you, or did you just go with it and then <laughs> that was the result?
1: Well weirdly, it we started off as a totally different documentary. We were just gonna do uh, you know, discovering myths and and you know, like myth busting kind of yeah, like what's yeah. you know, there's so much on the internet now, isn't there, about, you know, don't <laughs> do this, much. do do that. Too, far too much. I went heroic yeah. with it in lockdown. Um, but and so that was this idea from the start. And then it just when I put out tweets saying um to people to get in touch, you know, if they had any worries, literally every email I got was from women worrying about their mental health. And because I'd struggled in the past, I suddenly just thought, well, do you know what? If I'm going to help people on this journey, I have to be completely honest. And yeah. to be honest, there was, there was an interview that we did. Um, it's just a, a Tanya, she's called Director and a Camera. And, and I was talking to the camera and I said, look, I'm going to tell you everything, but I, I probably won't want it in the show at all. Yeah. You know, but I thought, let me just, and it was kind of nice to get a lot of stuff off my chest. Get it out, yeah. Yeah. And then once I saw it, the edit, uh, and they put in certain things, I mean, my instinct was to go, no, 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 yes. I don't want everyone to, to know. And then at the same time, I thought, well, how can I be doing something about mental health in, and and trying to help other the women yeah. if I'm not honest myself? And so in the end, yeah, I did end up being very candid and, and, and things that people didn't know. And, and I just... Thought you know, sometimes honesty is the best policy. People don't know what's going on behind the headlines yes, or, absolutely. or behind the facade. You know, we've got a showbiz a- persona, don't we? You know, and it's yeah. And behind that is is you know, I'm sure in a lot of people, especially in our industry, probably it's it sometimes is just a, a, a showbiz front, and actually behind the scenes, it's, we're filled with insecurities and, yes. and
0: all the rest of it. You know, oh my god, yeah. And people don't they really don't see that side. I mean, I've been. I've been putting a book together in lockdown, and for, and oh, I've god. resisted it for the for, for years because I, for me, I can go out and do the shows and be Kerry Ellis that people know, and that's fine yeah. and do that. Yeah. But sharing suddenly talking about my family and my you yeah. know my parents' divorce or something, and you know loads of kids' parents go through divorce, but suddenly sharing that, I was a bit scared of it, and suddenly was like, oh my god, should I not? Yeah. Should I speak about that? Well it's not just me anymore. I'm not just talking about myself. I'm not, I'm talking about people that are close to me and around me. And that's weird. And to share that is, is an odd thing. And every time I read it through, I'm going, Oh, should we just cut it out? (laughs) I'm not sure I'm ready. (laughs) But then that's the whole point of the book because, you know, you talk about, I'll ask you later, but you know, asking people about their, like their highest moments and their best moments. And for me about, being on Broadway and, and doing something like that and having wow. the most amazing moment. However, in my personal life, it was really difficult because I was away from all my family and just met my husband and I had no voice, I had really swollen cords and it, I was not sleeping. So the the yin and yang of it is is yeah. pretty, is crazy. and And I mean, you must deal with that all the time, just this persona of people seeing you on the telly and shows and in the press and then your real life, dealing with that. And, again, the documentary was amazing for that because it got you to be able to show the normality of it and from you and not from somebody else. Oh, thank you, Kerry. You know,
1: it was was weird because my mum didn't even know a lot of the stuff. And so I had to sit down with my mum before it was aired. You know, I showed her the documentary before because... Uh, obviously I didn't want to upset her but at the yes. time when, when my dad had passed and um, and uh, my older brother had died and I just thought I couldn't put that on her at the time mm. you know when it was all in the papers and I was off funny girl and all the rest of it and um I, so I didn't tell my mum. So that was my biggest thing. Like you say, it's not just about you. It affects your family. Yeah. And yeah, so I sat down with her, first of all, before, you know, and I said, if you don't want, you know, and she was amazing, actually, yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing, and said how proud she was and said she probably... You know, she understands why I didn't tell her at the time, and yeah. why I was kind of. And also, you're in this PR machine, aren't you? Which is like, don't tell anyone what's really mm. going on. Yeah. But then people just then then it's like horrible whispers and people thinking I'm just off the show because I'm being lazy or yeah, you know. And you have all that, and and that's the thing. Like you said on Broadway, you had vocal cords, you know. All horrific. that stress that you that you were under and people yeah. just think you're on Broadway. That's amazing, but of yeah. course the, you're going home every night, missing your family. You can't sleep. You're, you're worried about your voice. <laughs> you don't want to miss a show. I mean, oh. pure stress. So I totally. I mean, and God, you're amazing, Kelly. You know I'm your uh, biggest fan. So uh, 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 amazing, Kelly.
0: I've seen I have you, a good story. Bar. I
1: He's, love it. You know I'm your biggest fan.
0: I remember seeing. You, I think we were at the Olivier's at the same time. I th- was it the year you got it for? You got one for Liv- uh, Legally, didn't you? Legally, Legally Blonde, yeah. That's yes. right. Was it that year? And I remember having a little chat with you in the in the wing. And I think I can't remember what I was doing there, whether I was singing or whether I was presenting. I can't remember. Anyway, and I remember you coming off. And I'd seen you in Legally, and I thought you were magnificent. But again, I'll talk to you about that later. Um, but I remember us having this little little conversation, and you were running off, and you were just like, ah. Oh really love you, biggest fan, da, 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 and then you ran. And I, <laughs> I, I just couldn't speak. I was like... Oh my god! I had I had no idea. I was just like going to stand there and go, "Well done! I think you're awesome!" And it really stood like stuck with me that way. And it was oh, so it's lovely. It's Such so a moment true. in time, but it was so lovely. so I'm very grateful. but oh, um, well, it's all true. And so I'm still I want to take biggest fan. oh you're very sweet. Um, <laughs> I want to take you back to like early days. So yeah. I mean, you you you're from you're from a showbiz family, or your parents were in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Did did you did it was it just in you to to be did you just think you're going to be in show business or where did it come from I mean obviously you were inspired by your parents but that doesn't always happen that then you go into the business sometimes kids kind of pull back from it and do something else but did you just go into it because you loved it or because your parents were doing it?
1: Like, I guess, I mean, I I don't remember anything else. About, like, mm, you know, they yeah. used to take me to gigs with me with, with, when I was really tiny and stand Aww. me on a stool and sing. Aww. I mean, and I, but I obviously loved it because, yeah, yeah. you know, I remember my dad once saying, because my mum used to take me to dance classes and yeah. this and that, and then and he was like, do you enjoy it, love? You Do you enjoy it? You know, just making sure that they weren't kind of... You, being, they weren't dragging appearance. you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I love it, Dad, I love it. Um, and so I guess, yeah, just... Seeing them, I mean, going around all the working men's clubs as a kid, you can imagine, yeah. sat there with me, with me coke and me Chris. <laughs> Watching him, and um, being dragged about these clubs, um, but it was great. I mean, it was a great way to. I mean, who? I mean, I love it when. Like at one point when I was younger, I remember back in my teens, I was a bit embarrassed. Like you know, who else's parents were a country and western duo, yeah. like, cowboy acts But now I think it's the coolest thing yeah. ever. It's like how random that this like the big country music scene up north, and and I was lucky to have a mum and dad as a double light. So I, I I'm so grateful to them. That their kind of their work ethic you know they were grafted yes. they were gigging seven nights a week you know and there was three that's of us hard yeah i mean and, and you know no money and it was before you know sat labs and yeah. road maps out yes. trying to find these clubs <laughs> in the dark and all the weathers <laughs> and so I, I i just kind of was in awe of them and um i guess that's where i started to get the bug yeah i immediately knew i wanted to do something show busy yeah know,
0: yeah <laughs> and then you went you were you went into dramas did you go to um you went straight, uh, like, early to drama school, didn't you? you went no, to I Syl- didn't do Did drama you do school? Sylvia Young?
1: No, no, Sylvia? I didn't do drama school. We couldn't ah. afford it. <laughs> no, who we, can. It, it, I know, exactly. They're so expensive. But the, I just did it normal, you know, just normal class in drama, yeah. drama a, a normal school type thing. Um, but then the drama teacher there told me about the National Youth Music Theatre. That's what was it like, was. Yeah, and they That's do, it. like, shows in the school holidays. Yeah, So I went and auditioned in Leeds, queued for about five hours, yes. and auditioned. And then I got into Books in Malone, which then... Uh, I remember. Did the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival. And yeah. then the producer saw it and brought it to the West End when I was 16. So then I moved to London and I was going to move back because I was working on a burger van in Doncaster (laughs) and then I got into the woods at the Dunbar after it's all pure chance Harry so I am like that's why I think I've got imposter syndrome I'm just like I
0: keep thinking this has got to be my last job (laughs) oh I I don't (laughs) know I don't know and there's a lot of talent there there's a reason you do you do all the things so did you just audition did you just find out for uh, about an audition for Into the Woods then?
1: Well, basically, so so when I was doing *Burgess Malone*, an agent saw it, uh, and asked and you didn't have him. an agent at that time. No, I had no idea about the industry. Really, I mean, the National Youth Music Theatre are great. But it's yeah, they kids, are. You know, they're wonderful, but they're brilliant at kind of teaching you how the industry is a little bit. They put they're on great, great shows. Yeah. Um, but I knew nothing of like, I mean, I didn't, when they said about the audition for Donmar Warehouse, I pictured like a huge warehouse. I was like, what's that? Like, <laughs> never heard of it. I know. Um, I was just so like, naive to it all. So this agent, yeah, basically saw me doing Tallulah and Books in Malone and, and asked to take me on. And then she got me the audition for wow. uh, the Donmar. So all pure, pure chance. Because I know a lot, you know, it's hard for people now going mm. to all these drama schools and then they do their show, don't they, at the end to get, you know, and they bring agents in and it's a tough old game. So back then I was very lucky, you know, it all kind of fell into place just organically but I mean I I am great that's why I'm constantly grateful because I I don't know how it happened really
0: (laughs) well obviously it's to do with you and people see something in you and I mean I'm I grew up kind of watching you with in two pints of lager and a packet of crisps I mean I (laughs) I remember that so well and you know when we only had our three channels I know
1: yeah
0: it it makes me feel so old but it was so so did that that must have come quite early then that you must have done a couple of like Quite big shows for for quite a young young age, and then straight yeah. into a, a big TV show.
1: Yeah, it was it was royal family. I got first. That was like um, the first like proper telly job. I was I was only in like an episode. Yeah, and then two pints came just after that. So that was from when I was like eighteen to. Oh, 29 or something. And was
0: like, this with the same agent? Was this the same agent? Same agent. Then? Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. same
1: agent. Got me. And then and we just thought, in fact, to be honest, on two points, we, every series we thought, oh, that might be the last. So we all yeah. say our goodbyes. And then yeah. we did make another one. So we were thrilled. We were like, oh great. It was I mean, it was so much fun. Like you can imagine. That was probably oh, was my brilliant. uni years. Like yeah. we grew up together, went through relationship breakups together. Yeah. And you know, it was good fun. It was just a bit of daft fun, and we we were all quite naughty and <laughs> as you can imagine at that age but it was great yeah so that was most of my, my kind of like late teens and then into my 20s was the, oh, it
0: was, two regardless of like tv like if i went onto a tv set and i would have a heart attack because i just wouldn't know how it was going to work you know i've done i've kind of dabbled a little bit but it would make me so nervous i mean did was it something you were actively looking for or did it just come and then you just took it in your stride
1: well, well, I didn't, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I said it in the documentary, actually. I was kind of fearless back then. You don't have all those yeah, worries like we have now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, but I remember that this is a story. This is how bad I was at the beginning. I got a line from after inter awards. Somebody gave me a role of a maid in something called wives and daughters. And I remember my dad took me to this big stately home and I was dressed in all this old fashioned. <laughs> so, and I only had one line. I still remember the line to this day. It was, what? <laughs> It was, bless us and save us, what's this in the bed? Right, <laughs> and that's all I had to say, come into the candle. And I did it, and then the director was like, and I went, bless us and save us, what's this in the bed? I did it really dramatically and over the yeah. top. Yeah. And the director went, can you bring it down a bit? Because <laughs> I've to choose be to being on stage, and i did it again. <laughs> bless us and save us, it kept getting worse. Anyway, well, and we all got round the telly to watch it when it was on. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on telly. Yeah. And we all watched it, and then... My clothes are cut completely. I'm a little dot in the background, and someone has dubbed my voice. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. And there's an Irish lady going, Bless us and save us. What's this in the bed? Oh. And they went, Oh, you did an accent. I went, Yeah, yeah, I did an yeah, Irish I did, accent. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to tell them oh, I was that bad that I got cut. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't start too oh. well, Kerry. And then, and then well, I kind you have of to learn on the job. Yeah, you have that's to learn it, on that's the it. job. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. So, I, I mean, you've done you've done so many different things over the years. Like, you've done theatre and been incredible. You've done plays, you've done TV, you've done film, you've done music. Do you you actively look for stuff? Or do you kind of go, oh, I want to make an album now? Or is it because it comes to people in different ways doesn't it some people go right I don't I don't want to do musicals anymore I want to do plays that's it and they make that decision yeah and then other people it's you know for me it changes in a phone call really you just don't you didn't just quite never know and then I'm always a bit game I'm like oh okay I'd give that a go and then I'm I'm focused and I'm in it do do you do you plan it
1: no, I'm the same as you, Kerry. I'm, I just, I'm like, whatever comes my way, I'll kind of give it a go at that time. And, um, and I'm, I mean, to the point where I'm literally like, I would do, sometimes I do anything. I'm literally like, I just want to work. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Still sort of got that, win, that kind of massive grateful kind of. Yes, I'm just lucky to be working you know yeah. so um things have just kind of come about really touchwood um but but yeah I mean there was a time when I did, did the albums and it wasn't that it wasn't really for me I mean you're the singer carrie i'm I'm like I can only shoot oh, shush. Choose, oh shush. you are an amazing oh, singer no. you are and I found that, that for me the album thing wasn't really on my street i didn't really enjoy that and i didn't really enjoy the kind of promotion side of it too much yeah yeah um because i didn't i don't know it just i think i love acting i love being other people and i Mm. don't know if that's something to do with trying to get away from myself but um i I just love kind of being characters so i think my acting's where where i love it the most but i i love doing a musical i love musicals i love i love funny girl um but and but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I guess if something came along now, I, I, theatre-wise, I'd probably want to do a play. You know, yeah. Uh, I I think because I don't know how. I mean, I, you are amazing, but I, I like I because I, I my voice just goes all the time. Oh, mine so. does
0: all the really. time. Yeah. It well, I mean, I remember do. you're doing proper this. Singer. This will make you chuckle as well. Singing, <laughs> I'm not at all. I remember auditioning for Legally. I mean, I it wasn't that long after I'd come out of um, Wicked. And Because it was about that time. must have been a couple of years after. Yeah. And I remember singing, um, what's the big song? Oh, it, um, So Much Better. So much better. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember singing it in the audition and going, no chance. And I think I'd come off the back of Wicked and killed myself for two years and thought, <laughs> nah, I, no. And I remember in the audition thinking, jeez, whoever has to sing this, eight shows a week, fair play, because this is going to be... This is going to be a mountain to climb every day. And I remember coming to see you play it afterwards and thinking, oh my God, watching you do. I mean, you were so brilliant and it was such brilliant casting. But I mean, I've been through that kind of doing the eight shows a week and that horrific, you wake up in the morning and go, is it there? Can I do it? (laughs) No, I can't do it. And my husband would be like, don't be so ridiculous. Of course, it's your mind. I'm like, it's not my mind. I can't sing. (laughs) And until about five o'clock, you can't sing. And then suddenly it comes from nowhere and it, it, you get through it. But I mean, I've had dark times with my voice. It's my nemesis at, at times. But how did you get through that role? I mean, you were surrounded by lovely people. You had fantastic cast members. The show was brilliant. Yeah. It, you were so funny, obviously. And it, it was like it was written for you. But did you struggle at all vocally through it?
1: Oh yeah! Oh god, there were times. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no defying gravity, Carrie. By the way, it is how you can do that every night. I do not. (laughs) You were amazing, Um, but it was. You know what? It was. What was fun about that part for me is that it was so far removed from myself. So you're not singing as you. So it's yeah, felt like that, you know, and everything was kind of up. And so I managed to find a place in my voice somehow. That could stand it eventually, but it took a while. I mean, like, all the opening nights and the—you the, know—they do so many previews, don't yeah, they, when yeah, they do yeah. those big shows? Yeah. Um, and I thought my voice is going to be gone by press night. You know by pre- yeah. it? There's but, a lot of pressure,
0: um, isn't there, leading up to that night? It's a lot of pressure. Well.
1: There really is, and also that you know, you—it's—you know—they don't want you off, do they? So no. You can't, you know, you can't, and especially that's when my anxiety started kicking in, actually, on the Glee Bond, is when I started yes. having panic attacks because it just becomes, and like you say, a neurosis, like you wake up, oh, it's gone. It does. It's gone. My voice is gone. My voice it's gone. stressful. It really does. And I know, it, you know, it might not sound to, to other people, but it really is like a, and it really did panic me that I would always never be able to, you know, especially that big note at the end. Yeah. Is so much better. I was well, like, that's I'm "What people are hold waiting for
0: and... as well? <gasps> are waiting for those big moments, and and you're almost dreading them, especially if you're not yeah. feeling great, because you're, you're like, if I don't great. do this, it's yeah. just oh, the thought of what people are going to think, and there's, it's horrific. It is. We
1: it, talk <laughs> to ourselves. <laughs> why so we do funny. it?
0: I don't know. But when you're feeling <laughs> good, it can be amazing,
1: and it can be great. Yeah, you... and it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Brilliant cast, brilliant company, yeah. and, I, and I loved it. It was
0: a year and a half that I really loved it in my career. Oh, I was, you were fabulous. And it, <laughs> do you feel like um, something like Gypsy, which was massive and fabulous, I didn't get to see it, I'm ashamed to say, um, <laughs> uh, do you feel like, do you feel pressure because people know... It, it, your household name; people know you from, you know, they know you from the telly, and they are coming to see you play that role. Do you feel an added pressure to to be there and to, I don't know, it's just an added stress. I mean, yeah. I guess I feel it in a way, but not to an extent of, you know, people will be travelling down from wherever to see specifically me play that role. Do you do you think you get do you get an added weight from that, or do you not think about um, it? Yeah, no, I,
1: I I hate going off. I do hate going off, and that's why I think it upset me so much at the time when, um, you know, when the press were quite cruel when I missed oh, a Funny Girl, so evil. Um, yeah, but, but obviously they didn't know what was going on, and nobody did. So it probably looked a certain way to people, but. Um, I, I hate it. I hate, I absolutely hate not being there and I yeah. can't stand it. When I, I, I Listen, and I love, I think understood you should always have a go and get, get to go on because they're yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and they're yeah. so, you know, and I, I, it shouldn't be about the name in it. I always get a bit embarrassed about that because I think, you know, as soon as I start a job, I feel a bit like I'm like, I've been shoehorned in off the telly and actually they're all so talented and yeah, musical yeah. theatre trains, you know. So I always have that anxiety anyway, but I do definitely feel when people have booked tickets. I, I, I hate... I just hate it. I hate going off. I mean, I've been on... I remember I did Head a Garbler and, um, and I, I literally went on... as as spewing in the wings and... You do, you know, don't in you? A corset. But you just try. Yeah. You just try your best. Like I've always tried to get on no matter what. That's why... When it looked like I was just blasé, taking a few months off, you know how they, tra- how, you know, it, it upset me because I thought I'd never ever do that. I'd never let people down purposefully. Who, who spent all that money
0: yeah. on tickets
1: and tra- and it's so expensive. The things, it is you know, yeah. tickets and trains and B and B's yeah. or whatever. And and so I did. Yeah, I, I do. I do. And I think that's why I'd be scared to do another musical uh, sure, just yeah. yet because I and, wouldn't want to let let anyone down or. Mm. No, it would because the shows are always brilliant. Even you know what I mean. Yeah, just, it goes but it's on. not.
0: It's not always <laughs> but, uh, that, is it? People st- would still enjoy themselves, but come away, and you'd still probably get a hard time about it. I spoke to um, lovely Claire Sweeney uh, uh, a few weeks ago, and a similar, a similar thing. You know, she, I said to her, "Do you feel that kind of added weight because people know who you are and they're coming to see you play that role?" And she was like, "Yeah," and, I, and I've then taken that time off. I mean, it's hard for anybody to take that time off, but if, if if somebody like you or Claire takes the time off, the press get wind of it and then they give you even more of a hard time and that's just, that's brutal. I mean, that's just harsh. They they have no idea how hard eight shows a week are and like (laughs) I was saying earlier, you know, people just don't know what's going on in your life as well and they shouldn't, you know, that's that's not what you're there for but they just if somebody was in a in a nine-to-five job and was poorly and went home, everybody would be like, oh, are you okay? Is everything all right? If someone goes off <laughs> a show, they're like, get back on the stage. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess moving forward, because now you're a mummy and balancing yeah. work life, I mean, you were brought up, you know, taken to the pubs and clubs. And uh, now have you got a different thought process of where you're going to, how your career is going to happen? Or are you will it make a difference of what you take on or will you just take him with you in the car seat like I did, (laughs) took him on tour? That's
1: it. No, he's already been away with me. Um,
0: Yeah, no, do you know what? It has done, actually.
1: It's opened my eyes to, like, things that maybe I would have said no to in the past were were things like uh, kind of entertainment shows. You know, I I wanted to be an actor and I didn't really want to be known as me. Yeah. And, um, and, And now, like... I've just hosted a, a show called Pooch Perfect.
0: I saw is,
1: that it's about dog groomers, know. Oh, which is amazing. i have you to know, talk about me, your dogs we love in a dogs. minute. I know, I have to talk. <laughs> but uh, but I like you know something like that. Maybe I wouldn't have. Had maybe wouldn't have done in the past, but yeah then I'm like, well, what a lovely job to go take my boy with me. Yeah, in the studio, we went to Manchester all of us. My lovely fella was daddy daycare while I was in on set, but then I could I come them. back and pump and you know do, and we, it just worked and it was actually really lovely rather than being stuck in a trailer in the middle of nowhere freezing on your I own. Thought, what, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah, what a nice job actually, and he can be with me and I don't miss anything oh. and. And actually, it was great fun. I mean, it's terrifying because I've never hosted anything, and I don't know if I'll be very good at it. But oh, you was amazing! It was a great idea of a show, and I had such a brilliant four weeks, oh. and we were all together as a little family. That's so things like that have changed, you know. Like I would, yeah. you know, you always then before Billy, I was like looking for the role, or you know, oh, yeah, I, you know, kind of that ambition. It's not that I've lost my ambition, but it's like. What's best for him and also the yeah. family now is what's important to me. So yeah. it, it just changes your perspective totally, doesn't it? Oh really. my so god! That, you know, yeah, completely. It's, 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 as long as he can be with me and and we can make it work, then
0: oh, then it's, we'll brilliant. It, yeah. it's brilliant! It's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Hey guys, we'll be right back in just a moment. But if you are enjoying this first episode back, please hit subscribe so you can listen to the rest of the season. And if you've missed season one, there's plenty to catch up on. And also, if you do want to leave us a little review, I know it's early on in the podcast, but we'd love to hear from you. I love hearing your messages. So hit subscribe and review and share. Also, I've been very busy in lockdown. I have also done a new album. So, if you want to check that out, it's on my website, kerryellis.com. Okay, back to the episode. But, well, I mean, your your other babies that have perhaps. Mm. <laughs> I don't spend. I've got an been- Arsenal cop. It's okay. It's Tottenham in this house. I won't. I won't. Oh, is it? (laughs) I won't mind.
1: It's my my fella's cup. Arsenal. He's even got the boy. He's even got Billy a little shirt already. A shirt. Yeah, that happens.
0: That happens. (laughs) You can't resist it. It just. It just happens. Um, Your other babies, your doggies. I mean, and and obviously now, I from seeing the documentary, your donkeys. I mean, that's just that blew my mind because I'm a massive animal lover and I love my dogs and I mean, you've always had dogs. I've, I mean, yeah. it, it, you've got to love social media for that because you can just know what's going, what, what, what everyone's doing, and yeah. what animals they have. And I, I, how, do, like, to take on a dog when you do what you do, like yeah. early on in your career, is not an easy feat. And then you have like this <laughs> army, and you've got massive. Haven't I mean, you got a Doberman or something massive, like a Great, Danes, got? I got a great, great Danes, Danes. I got two Great mean, Danes, Trevor and not, Dave. They're not straightforward pups to take <laughs> on if you're going in theatre. I mean, do you just Go, I'm just going to do it, and I don't care, and I'll just deal with the consequences.
1: Do you know what it is, Kerry? I think, like, when when I was when a kid, right, we weren't allowed a dog. We couldn't, you know, we, <laughs> so you're we, we, rebelling. We couldn't, like, yeah, so <laughs> rebelling, basically. But we were allowed strays. If you found a stray dog, we were allowed to then, like, keep it and look after it, if if no one claimed, you know. Yeah. So we'd find these poor little bag of dogs, and anyway, oh. they would be older and maybe not live that long, and then... And so then when, when there was periods where I didn't have a dog, I was like devastated, I just obsessed with dogs. I was yeah, obsessed yeah, yeah. Us, as a child. So I would then go, this is terrible. This story actually. I would go to the <laughs> neighbors' gardens and like take their collars off and take <laughs> like, go, Mom, I just found this. Steal it. Like, no, that's, that's snowy from number 42. <laughs> take it back. Like, you know, just like trying to get a dog. So I think once I got, when I finally bought a place in London, like after years of being down here, the first thing I did was go and get a dog and go then didn't stop dog. at one and then now I've got like a whole menagerie of animals and it's gone I love a, bit. It. <laughs> a bit excessive <laughs> but you, I just love them yeah. do you
0: have people to help you look after them because if you're away and stuff doing like gigs how do you get around that because I would have a farm but I just yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't schedule that in <laughs> bad enough with the, the kids and the dog
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know well I've got a brilliant auntie my auntie Linda uh, who lives in Wales but she drives over so if like for instance since when we were in Manchester, she just came and stayed at the house. And, and house sits. The... Yeah, and house oh. sits for me. So it works out, thank God, because, you, it is like you say, it's a massive commitment having a dog, even just one dog, let alone six and, and four donkeys. Is that
0: how me. many you've got? Six? Six
1: <laughs> dogs, yeah, and four <laughs> donkeys. It's a madass. And now a baby. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> so, well, I guess you you didn't stop. Do you think, I mean, it's a bit early to say, but do you think you might have a, have another... Another bubba Do you think you might get a, a sibling? I would love to. I would love to. I think growing it's really off, early it, to ask you that no, because
1: No, no. But I mean, we've already spoken about it, and I think I would love to. I mean, I want to enjoy Billy for a little while, and also, you know, it's it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because when you start planning work,
0: yeah, which is
1: which is strange at this time anyway, because anything can change at any minute. But um, I don't know. I, I I would love. I would definitely love a sibling for him but um, watch this space. I
0: don't know, yeah. we'll see. I hope so. Oh. it would be nice. It's great uh, yeah. that you have that support as well, you know, that you have, like, your auntie, and I mean, it must be so yeah. difficult for you. I mean, I don't want to bring it down too much, but just to... Ha- the hardest bit, possibly, with your baby must have been not having your dad to, to share that. That must have been so... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to upset you or anything. No, but, no, I, mean, I That must have been won't. so a new life in a way, bringing all that new life and and all that joy. But, yeah, I mean, that must have been so difficult. I mean, I can't can't even speak about it myself. It's going to make me cry. That must be so tough.
1: Do you know what? In a weird way, it's like, uh, he's kind of brought this... I never saw it on the cards, me having a child. Like, if you'd have asked me, even a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, there's not a chance. No.
0: Wow.
1: Um, And I remember my mum saying, when my dad passed, she said to me... um, Oh, we must have a child, shown. I said, "Oh, mom, don't talk on about it." Thinking, <laughs> right. why are you saying that? And yeah. she said, "No, so that you someone can look after you the way you just looked after your dad." Oh. And it's fine. And i honestly, it got me. And I don't know. Maybe my dad's looking out for me somehow, oh. and it, it just happened. And I tell you what, Billy has got my dad's eyes. It's like, oh. it's like I'm looking it's weird, at little Isn't it, me that, isn't that weird? weird? They are they very strange. And his middle name was William, my dad. So and and Jamie's granddad was Granddad Bill. So we've called him Billy as a little bit of a you know oh, that's a nod love to and then he's got my my brother who passed, he's got his middle name, Julian. So Billy Julian Smithorn is. Oh, that's um, so but yeah, lovely. so do you know what? So in a lovely way, it feels like, you know, it's maybe it's him. I don't know. Who knows? Yes, who knows yeah. what it happens. But I, I'm I'm kind of seeing the of course I'd have loved him to see me be a mom, and I'm sure he'd have been proud but you know he, he always said he'd be proud of me no matter what and so Aww. I think I think for my mum it's amazing it must be really nice for my mom yeah. to see to see her grandson and when yeah. she formed a social bubble with me when we were allowed to do that do you remember yeah 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 oh when she first saw it I mean that that got me emotional I was heart. like wow yeah so it's 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 like he lives on in our memories. And yeah, we, yeah. You know, and, and we've kept the Smith, and so we, we double-barrelled on names, Smith. Yeah, I did. It gets just a pain. So, it doesn't get a pain, I <laughs> it's know. It's great early
0: on, and then when they've got yeah. to write it, and you've got to write it, you're like, oh. I know. He'll probably kill, yeah, he'll kill me when I'm older, won't he? Yeah, he will. But it was, it
1: was just so that we could tell him about Granddad Smith. That's lovely. Stuff, so That's so, so lovely. So, yeah, so he'll live on in our memories.
0: <laughs> and is your mum near? Is your mum kind of, is she, does she live nearby so she can be pretty hands-on?
1: she's no she's up north still oh, my okay brother. in fact whilst we were up north the other day my brother finally got to meet billy oh uh, so, yeah yeah so that was nice because it's the the only grandchild from my mom and yeah. so my brother got to hold him and everything it was lovely <sighs> but they're up north but we do we do travel up you know well obviously with lockdown and stuff it's not been as easy but yeah. we will be and actually we're moving quite soon to a lot more normal. Moving the farm, moving the farm, all, all the donkeys. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it, but we are. We're on the move, and it'll be it'll be kind of in between Jamie's family and my family, so we can do the trips, so and you they can, can come and stay, and then they can all all see him.
0: So, oh, that's be so lovely. brilliant. That's so lovely. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. It's so brilliant. <laughs> Thank you so much, though, because it's mental. It's so- um, it's, what what are your thoughts? I mean, to jump in a bit. Back to you know theatre has been hit so harshly in this lockdown and I'm sure you've got plenty of friends as I have and they've all been you know for for lots of us we can do other we can do some things and we can survive for a bit but a lot of people some young people straight out of college ensemble members that just they they find it hard to survive normally in when the when show business is up and running and it's great and a lot of them spend a lot of time out of work and they they do other things, and I mean, what are your thoughts on the, what's going to happen? I mean, I, I mean, I have no West idea. Can, <laughs> I have no
1: idea what's going to happen. And you know, I just, I just feel so much like you say. All those young, talented kids that have got their first big job, or yes, know, or everyone in the West yeah. feel terrible for and on tours. You know, it's like it, it, has, it's been hit so badly. Yeah. The thing is, I guess with like concerts and things like that, you can. But in in small theatres, you can't afford to take that kind of, you know, I guess the producers can't afford to just... They don't make any money. Sell 100 tickets, they don't make any money. Mm. But I just, I think it's such a shame it's been hit so hard. I mean, I was going to be touring Scylla now,
0: yeah, I remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been put on hold, postponed. Um, yeah, yeah, but it will definitely happen eventually when it all picks up. But I just, I, I feel for a lot of the West End. You know, oh, I remember it's sad. Seeing, just before lockdown, I saw Dear Evan Hansen, which was brilliant. Oh, it just did you? opened, oh. yeah, and it just opened to brilliant reviews, and you know, and then and then suddenly it's all off i just feel for everyone and i wonder how i just hope everyone's coping okay i see that people are doing like classes online and things like yeah. that they're trying to do do what they can and, and i'm you know a support you know 100 percent or whatever we can do to help them but i mean it's just it's hard isn't it it's frustrating it's frustrating i don't know how they're going to get around it. i mean there must be a way but i mean yeah. i don't know i don't know if it's going to be anytime soon i don't no. know
0: no no It's sad it is sad it's so it's so sad um but on a on a on a good note what 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 do you think because you again you've done so many amazing things is is there what is there like a highlight or is there a moment that sticks out for you that you that big or small obviously not career-wise I guess I'm talking um that kind of just sticks out more than the rest I mean, there's probably many, but I guess. I mean,
1: they they all would involve my dad. <laughs> of course, I used to take. I tell you, I used to take him as my plus one to oh. um, all. <laughs> he said no one was good enough to to walk me up the aisle, so he walked me down the red carpet instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty glamorous. <laughs> I'll take but that. He... <laughs> but he, there was oh, well, the legally bond, like When I saw you, that was amazing. Yeah. at The Olivier's and um, he cried, and that was a special moment for me and him. But then I think the. Uh, I, God knows how I got it but I got an OBE and you um, did I
0: took it oh no I know I
1: feel terrible so oh, this it sounds like a real like a drop like clonk no. I didn't mean to like say it, it like that it will have already but, been
0: said in the intro <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but it was taking my dad to Buckingham Palace um, and him oh. watching me get that I think that was oh God because could check me out now it, it just made my dad oh. dead proud and
0: yeah.
1: um, you know th- th- things like that and he loves it all like the V-Day you know VJ Day, well, well, he wasn't here for that one. But, like, all those kinds of... My dad was quite old-fashioned in, in that respect. And the, and just knew, being at that palace, sitting in the... You know, it's this, it, being in the room and watching me walk up and yeah. get a pin to me. I think that was pretty special. So, Aww. anything that made my
0: dad proud is probably oh, the that, highlight. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> do you used to get nervous when he was in, if he was in watching? Would he? Because I get nervous when my family are in. Yeah, I do. In a it's weird so way.
1: Like it's so funny, my dad because he came to see Hedda Garbler. They didn't know what on earth it was about. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. When I when I got offered it, when I got offered it, I went Ediru and I hadn't heard it because I hadn't trained, I hadn't yeah, read all yeah. these books and I literally didn't know what the hell I didn't even know what it was about still really when I was doing it. I should say that. But um but my dad and all them came to see it. Of course they love Legally Blonde. They all they bought bus trips from the village. Yeah. And all wearing yeah. like pink bowers and pink cowboy yes. hats and all that. But then they came to that and of course it's so dark. My dad apparently the end when I shoot myself um then spoiler starts, oh, alert. It's just, I'm sorry I'm sorry spoiler alert <laughs> um he started he started doing a rolling he started with a tin he's got like a t- he used to have a tin that he did a rolling <laughs> And there's still yeah. like a little bit extra at the end, but because I it was like, oh, she's done now that's she's it. she's finished. And she she yeah. started rolling the, oh. a, c- a cigarette and the lady in front went, Do you mind? <laughs> it was at the old bit, you know how posh it is. And just the thoughts of all them being like, What is oh. this about? What's all this? But things like that. But my dad for him, yeah, I think I think he was always proud. But I think the, the Buckingham Palace thing for him was pretty special. Oh.
0: It'd be interesting <laughs> if if then if 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 Billy then grows up and becomes Whatever he becomes, how then you'll be, how your relationship will be. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Jan- I
1: mean, Jamie's dead certain on being an Arsenal player. <laughs> of course. He's it. already found... I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how it is with the boys. <laughs> and you. he's just like, no, we can get him into an academy at three. I was like, yeah. he's not going to play football at <laughs> three years old. But then already, Kerry, when when Jamie's out, I put on some music and I, get, I start shimmying shimmy <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah, I'm getting his shoulders going. Yeah, so um, yeah, I don't know. I, he'll be whatever he wants to be, and we'll support it. But um, oh. yeah, me and his dad have got very. He said, "I think he's going to be show busy I can tell. He can you look smiles at you the camera. Can't fight
0: it. You can't fight it. I've got one that kind of is, and one that isn't, and one really. It's, it's funny. It's very funny watching you and them. That's what's hilarious. Is yeah, them. isn't it They'll amazing? Like you. Do you see?
1: And what is it like, Cohen? Like you know, because obviously he's four and a half months now, and it's like he's changing every
0: day so like quick you, yeah
1: do you, do they don't start so looking more like you and then like your dad and like, like the da 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 yeah
0: yeah i see all all members of our family like through them it's like i see my brother sometimes i see wow. my dad you know at different times you know they always yeah. change in and, and mannerisms are funny if you cuz i will we'll be sit there and you look over and they're doing like exactly what you do and it's bizarre you know it's like <laughs> have you watched me do that or are you just doing that because you're doing that it's it's the weird but it's amazing. it's amazing it's amazing it's just the best thing best thing ever oh kerry thank
1: you because you sent me a lovely message as well and i just thought thank you because you've been oh, you've been there done it and i'm yeah. just like thank you i'm, I'm it's I'm nice though to go along
0: well it's <laughs> nice to have those those people reach out to you those points, oh, isn't that they? Found a the points and just say Hello, it's good. You're great, you're doing Honestly, brilliantly. It's great. Thank you. And you, you do you know why? It was at a time when I really needed it. You know,
1: when you've got uh, sleep yeah. deprivation and Oh you're my like, god. I'm a rubbish mom. I'm like, I know, think and, I had sleep deprivation
0: for like two years with Fred. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he ever but no, it gets easier, it really does. It's amazing. Thanks. It's all Absolutely. good. Um so a uh, couple I could talk to you all day, but a couple I, uh, little, little things. Well. Um what did you have a uh, well, you had a cup of of public moments it was, but was there a moment that was really tough for you like a low mm. point as such it, it career wise I mean I, I know yeah. obviously losing your dad and working at the same time those kind of things but is there a moment that kind of sticks out that was just tough for some reason I mean me me, it was going to Broadway and losing my voice I thought oh god this is yeah. horrific now my, my it, it's over it's all gone
1: yeah I think um yeah, probably. I mean, for me, it was that time when I, uh, which I said about it about in the documentary, you know, I'd yeah, really yeah. become um, dependent on anti-anxiety medication and I had to be off Funny Girl, you know, indefinitely. In fact, to mm. be honest, the doctor had said, you're not going back. And that, that floored me because I just, I wanted so badly to, to be on. I knew, I knew I wasn't well. And, mm. you know, and there was all that kind of, technical difficulties they said they put yeah, the curtain yeah. down one night and because I was slurring because of the medication and people don't know what what you know people didn't know at the time because the press was saying what it one was. thing yeah and I think that was the hardest because I I moved away and and lived on my own with the doctor's care like every day for a couple of months whilst having to read you know, and of course you want the show to do well. You want course, it to keep yeah. selling and yeah. you want, you know, your understudy to be amazing and you want all that, but at the same time it you you can't say why what's you're happening. there and that yeah, yeah, what was really happening, you know, and the PR machine and all that. It says yeah. oh stress and exhaustion, which sounds like I've just had a turn and gone, I'm not going in. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like and so that was hot that was a hard time. I had to kind of not read that's when I stopped reading Anything online, any comments, any, you know, any press. I, I had to because I was. Get off it, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was literally going up my mind and I just hated letting people down. But I eventually did go back and finish the show and then I took it on tour. But, yeah. but so that was my way of going. I did. Yeah, get you back have to yeah, make, it, make it make yeah. good. But it was, it was high I felt like I'd
0: let everyone down and I'd let you know my family down because brutal isn't it? All the horrible stuff yeah so, so, brutal. so that, that was why so do we do this to ourselves why do we put ourselves <laughs> out there because the, the highs are worth it well that's what I say to people you know that it, it, people kind of say you know what's the difficulty about the industry and I say you know you just got to get used to the negative nose and the, the tough yeah. bit of it but but the the yeses and the those moments yeah. you know those moments of when you share an award with your dad, when you walk down the red carpet, when yeah. you come out of an opening night or you, the audience goes nuts or... Those moments are are worth it. In a weird way, oh gosh, they're
1: totally. worth it. No, and do you know I, one of my things I love is, is stage still. I love meeting the fans. I Saying love hello, yeah. people who, who come and see the show. Like, yeah. I've met so many of them over the years, and I love them. Like, they're the people that are buying tickets at the end of the day. They're the people that come to see you, and that's why yeah. I think I beat myself up so much if I miss a show. Because, of course,
0: yeah. You know,
1: you want to be there for
0: everyone. You want to be there, know. yeah. Yeah. But we're only and, human. We're only human, and yeah, exactly, you do amazingly machines. well you do you know you do so many things and now to top it all off you're a mum and that's just unbelievable you're brilliant the best role yet (laughs) yeah the best role yet and the toughest role yet as well (laughs) now I couldn't let Sheridan go without asking her one final question that I ask all of my guests if you could look back to your 20 year old self and give yourself a piece of advice that you would give or you've been given what would it be of how to keep calm and carry on Oh gosh,
1: that's a good question. Um. Oh my goodness. If if I was to give my younger self advice, yeah, yeah. Some starting out, to not take things too personally. Yeah. I think I was so um. You know, disheartened. There's so for, for younger people, I think, especially in the industry, when when you don't get a job, when you all those little knockbacks, they gradually mm. do take their toll on you, and you start thinking that. I think that's maybe when my mental health kind of came unraveled along the way somewhere you know because i was a confident 16 year old when i did books and i think i took everything like oh i wasn't good enough or you know if he's read a bad comment that means that that is true about me and mm. you know it, just to not be so hard on yourself i guess yeah. And just do, do you and, and I mean it's hard, especially I don't know how to cope if it was, you know, in this day and age of social media. Social
0: media is you, another. Oh game, my it?
1: goodness. I didn't yeah. even have a phone when I moved to London. no i, had to go I didn't have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, thank goodness. I don't know how I'd cope now. Um but yeah, I would just be yeah, I guess that would be my advice. Just you know, sometimes I always say to like younger kids, I like, go, Sometimes you know a job will go because you don't quite look like the mum or dad in that job, or you know, mm. don't you know it's it's hard to not tell take those hits personally it is, and it's yeah. hard to want to be like everyone else and to you know if you don't fit the norm like I, yeah. you know i'm I, you know that's the other thing isn't it you know this kind of this uh this whole new pouty thing on on um I'm rubbish at it I try and do it I use filters I do I everything mean, and I'm still oh, going to yeah, be I love a filter I, I know but I'm still going to just be that bird from Donny um, but, I, but I try I try and copy the Kardashians and all that but yeah I guess I
0: would just say to myself you know don't take things personally, and just be you and follow your heart I guess oh that's perfect that's such a brilliant way to end Sheridan I can't thank you enough it's gorgeous thank to see you and I really it's appreciate you so sharing nice your stories talk. for my listeners and, and it's just I hope I get to see you soon in person and uh yes and good luck with I everything so. and, thank, and you.
1: thank you for having me on honestly i you. think your podcast is amazing and hello Yay. listeners thank Yay.
0: You. Thanks, thank you. well that's it for our first episode wow what, what a bang we've started off with ha huh. thank you so much sheridan for joining me today oh what a dream she is and thank you to martin at peroxide media for producing this wonderful episode and also thank you for joining us and listening please share spread the word oh and if you want to check out one of my little keep come and carry on pins just check out my website and fly our little flag but have a wonderful week whatever you're doing and i'll see you next week